for some music, bro. What's it be? Is it, is it me? Why well, I'm playing this, man? Oh, we so have much. a special so guest. My God. A special guest. Wow. This episode. Glory. Okay, he sound all right. Glory to God. Who is that? And he is all of that too. Mm. I can't sing. I can't sing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. That was the one, bro. That was the one. I'm just playing. Most definitely the one. That was the one. That was most definitely. It was a little undertone. But it I don't think I would have thought of that Good, good I'm glad I'm glad My God Mmm Alright, enough of that Enough of that, enough of that. Welcome to the Daily Thinker Podcast yes, Where we sir. talk about faith, apologetics, and sports in one podcast Tell me what the podcast you know that does that I have no idea But I have a special guest on today, Gavin Hughes. I'm sure everyone knows who Gavin Hughes is anyway. But can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Gavin? Um, uh, Well, my name is Gavin Hughes. Uh, Uh, Of course, we know that. that. (laughs) Right, right. But I mean, I I just always say it again when I stand up. I do the same thing. Um, I'm Gavin Hughes. I'm going to say it again because... um, I felt like it. <laughs> but no, I'm from Jackson, Mississippi. I'm 23 years old. I'm a native of Jackson. I'm a student, a senior vocal music education major at Jackson State. Jackson um, State? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The I love. Um, My school. Former My school. Um, head drum major of the Sunny Boom of the South. And I just love God and I love to sing. So, yeah, man, I'm here. I'm here with my my friend, my brother here. Yes, brother. Yes, yes my boy Gavin. You love you just meant you love to sing. Like, how did that start? Like, uh, was it just natural? You just woke up, you knew how to sing, or did you take lessons in it at a young age? Well, and then you just developed. Because I've been trying to sing and I can't sing for nothing. Man, so you man, you can you can definitely sing, man. I, I heard you that time we was at remix and we were doing melodies from heaven, man. You was on your note, bro, and it was it was really good. It was a really powerful moment. But no, uh, uh, me, uh, so you know they you know they kind of say I have been singing forever. Um, I think it was more of a thing that. Uh, my my people, my my guardians, uh, what have you, parents and aunts and uncles and grandparents, they kind of could tell that I really loved music. Mm-hmm. And when the choir would sing and things like that, I would kind of always be singing and rocking and stuff like that. And so my aunt, um, the way she she always tells a story, um, she would take me and she would play like these different Disney movies and stuff like that. And, and so like the soundtracks that would come on, she would kind of sing something and okay. have me to sing it back to her, kind of like the way you see Karen. Clark Sheard and Kiki Sheard, if y'all know who that is. Um, the, the same way you would see them do it, uh, she kind of did that with me. And so um, it just helped my gift to, uh, I guess, develop. So I kind of been singing forever, man. I don't actually ever remember not singing. So, yeah, if y'all subscribe to this channel, you know, give us a review. Five star. Gavin, give you 20% off on the single listen. You heard it here first. He has nothing else to say after that. Wow. But, yeah. <laughs> We're here today to talk about the grace of yeah. God. Like you, like growing up, were you always a believer, or a firm believer, or was it like a certain moment in your life or a certain event that made you like really become 
a true Christian believer, awesome whatever you, you say. So, well, honestly, man, for me, um, growing up, I was always uh, in the faith. I was never, I, I don't remember, like, the way I don't remember ever not singing, I, I don't remember ever not knowing who God was and, and knowing about, you know, just knowing, again, just, just who he was, at least, uh, uh, at least from a, a religious uh, standpoint, because I was raised in the church, uh, all of my music, uh, which I really, really, really love. I love music. And so all of that backing and uh, you know, that foundation came from the church. It was it was a direct outgrowth of what I learned in church. And so um, the songs that I was singing um, were about God, were about who he was. I was going to Sunday school, sometimes Bible studies. Uh, uh, my mom, she just she was really, really, really big on going to church, having a relationship with God. I would mm -hmm. see my mom, yeah. you know, and she would write to God. She would yeah. have a Joyce Myers. We would sometimes say communion at the house. Like, so it was like, it was a real thing. However, though, um, uh, the real, I guess, trust in God moments. Um, I, I had a couple of those throughout life that kind of caused me to, because you know, it's kind of easy to, Trust yeah, in is. God. And it is kind of easy to be cliche. It. Just right. go to church, trust in God. You know, right. especially when things, when things are going well. well like, right. You don't really have anything to test because, right. you know, you don't have really, you know, uh, the, the Bible says that hope uh, uh, that you can see ain't hope. Right. And so I didn't really have a reason when everything was going good. But then when I lost my mom and when I was struggling with, you know, who I was and and then later on when God started to call me to uh, to uh, closeness, then stuff started to, you know, become real when I started to see all mm. these different organizations, uh, religious organizations that didn't look like Christianity and didn't really look like what I saw a new Jesus to be, then I had to start to really go and study and, and to get to, you know, as old folks say, no one for myself. Right. And so, um, you know, but it's, it's been an awesome journey, man. I don't regret anything. I'm really grateful. Um, for what God has me and really just trying to, you know, stay in, stay in him and continue to grow. Cause you know, we, nobody's perfect, but, just trying to do our best. Right, so. just trying to do your best. But that's, that's good what you said, though. Just like that closeness. Yeah, man. Because, you know, like, you look at every other faith, really. Yeah. It's different. Yes. They have no closeness. Like, in some faiths, you are God. In some faiths, it's just an illusion. Yeah. You do whatever you want, but you said closeness, and that just shows how real yeah, most God can be. Yeah. And it's just not no emotional reaction. It's not no it, it definitely isn't um i can I can remember um times when me where I actually received confirmations um that uh helped me and, and affirmed you know what I believed to uh know about Christ. I can remember when my mom had passed away, and I was really 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 struggling with you know it's you know God are you real and and now I'm trying to study this book of revelations all of a sudden because I lost a family member so I'm trying to see what's going on <laughs> revelation when, right you, you you know I'm I'm young I know revelations <laughs> about the Lord coming back I'm trying to see what's going to happen when he come back I'm going to see him again you know what I'm saying what's going on what what, what what's going right, to happen and so you know I was really uh, struggling and I was even going uh through a kind of state of depression not even kind of I was going through a state of depression I was yeah. and I can remember being on the keyboard because I've been playing keyboard uh, for my church since forever uh, since I was like 13 mm -hmm. which is the age I was when I lost my uh, mom and um, I remember uh, being there and the preacher was he was past he was preaching about something we had a guest pastor mm -hmm. um, and he hadn't I know he hadn't really talked to me about anything and he was 
I don't remember what the sermon was about, but I just remember that he took like a segue at the tail end of the sermon that had nothing to do with what he was speaking about. He said, you know what? I don't know who this is for, uh, but, but you're down and I'm here to let you know that God is real. And it was that word that I received from that. I knew that it was directly from the father mm-hmm. to and for me and like simultaneously with me hearing that word um, because you know the Bible says that faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God right and so when I heard that my faith was instantly restored like that and I felt God literally lift a burden and I, and I have you know many other stories of you know encounters like really really close encounters with God yeah. that really helped you know, so um, the closeness, man, it's, it's, it's something serious. It's, 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 it's nothing serious. to play with. There's something okay. that you have to have yeah, in this relationship with Christ. Yes. yes. It's yes. just not about just doing whatever you want. Their closeness. Right. Closeness. Like you said, I, I like that. It's about the and that just ties into grace. Like, like what is grace? Because all this just sounds like it was a long grace period. Like, God, he literally yes. showed you grace. I love grace. Um. So, are you asking me what? What's yeah, I'm asking you. I'm not talking to the brick behind you. Ah, okay. So, um, uh, the Bible says Ephesians two and yes, Ephesians. Say, it declares that it's by grace through faith we are saved, and this is not a thing that uh, comes from uh, um, ourselves, but it's a gift that comes from God. And so, um, that tells me that grace is the thing is literally the sole thing that saves us the thing that keeps us the thing that uh redeems us and covers us and mm-hmm. so without that we would be lost without that we would literally not have access to the kingdom of heaven and we would literally like be condemned and judged and sent to <laughs> the pits you know what i'm saying right. if we didn't have that but it's because of the grace of god he says by grace through it that that is only activated by faith and that's an important thing uh the faith is 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 mm, so faith plays a role in grace. Yeah, so no faith, role. no grace, basically. The way I see it, and, and, and that's it's a really tricky thing. Yeah, because you know, I, one could say that well, you know, it's uh, it's a lot of people living and and they may not have faith in Jesus necessarily, but they may experience the grace of God. And they may they and they may know it or not know it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I think I think it's a thing. Um, I guess. The way I would, the way I would say it, or the way I, I guess the way I see it, my my interpretation on it is that functioning in the grace of God uh, uh, intentionally takes faith, okay. and so um, it's like I'll allow you to have this thing, this gift, if you believe in me for this gift. But I can also see you in a state of unbelief and take it upon myself to say, you know what, even though you may have a certain position because I love you and I'm merciful, I'll give you this. But, um, I, but the, uh, the person who's receiving it can't really function in it. You can't really function in the thing that you don't believe in because right. you don't believe in it. Okay. All right. You know what I'm saying? I can't, I can't, um, I, if, if I don't believe that you can protect me, then I can't really benefit from your protection. You'll tell me to go here, and I'm going to go another way because I don't believe you telling me to go here is really going to protect me, all right? You can tell right. me to do this. You can say, hey, man, wash your hands. But if I don't think washing my hands uh, is going to protect right. me, Right, especially doing right now, you got to wash right. your hands. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so if I don't think washing my hands is going to protect me, then I can't really benefit from that. So that's the same way grace works. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, grace is here for you, but you literally can't access it because is there some things that you need to do in order to function in the grace of God? 
uh, that's going to come by way of obedience. But I wouldn't, you won't be obedient to anyone you don't believe in. And so I believe that's why um, he tells us that faith is, you know, that's what, what activates um, the grace of God. Yeah. And I can agree with you on that. Like, I think is, think you said it. So it's something similar, like what I'm about to say, like it's two different type of graces. If you get what I'm saying, like, uh-huh. It's a grace for a non-believer and this is a grace for a believer. And okay. that grace for the yeah. believer is unto salvation. And the grace for a non-believer is just God's general grace upon humanity. Right. This really is is I, I think it's it's a thing of, you know, the non-believer uh receiving the grace is is, is really just a a general grace I, or yeah, and, uh, right, a general grace. I would say more, I guess, uh a grace uh because you know we all I think we all went through stages we all continually uh continually go right. through phases in our lives where uh we're not we're not exactly submitted right and and when we're not submitted hallelujah God still keeps us that's, and, that's, and that's grace that's grace like he still it's like he sees us and he's saying turn left turn right Go here. Here's a stop sign. I want you right. to stop here. I want you to do this. And we doing what we want to do. Right. And here's oncoming track and, he, and he, traffic. And here's this car. And here's this vehicle. And he's keeping us from that stuff so that uh, uh, we could eventually see that he stand. He's been standing there the whole time. Right. He loves us. That that he wants us. That he wants to uh, come back. He wants us to come back to him. Um, you know what I'm saying? To that place where uh, he first uh, saw us and said, "You know, right. you are mine and I am yours." And so the grace, a lot of times uh, for the unbeliever, is that's I, I believe that's what that looks like. Like yeah, because I I feel like I experienced that in my life yes, before I, I was and, committed right to and the I mean, Lord. I feel like I've experienced His grace. Yes, most definitely. But not until I didn't accept the grace, right? But I experienced it, right? So we can accept grace and not experience it. Yeah, I think right, or we can experience it and not accept, accept it. it. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, Most that's definitely. you can Most definitely, definitely do that. Yeah, I believe and that's that. and that's possible, man. Like, but you see this nowadays. Like, it's so many people who are motivated by works, right? Instead of grace. Yes. Like, what's what's the tension between that? Because I feel like it's just more. You know, it's more. You can yeah. accomplish more just by grace right. instead of trying to do it by works. And I feel like it's a burden yes. upon the person um, when he fe- feel like he failed. And right. now he's like, man, yeah. God don't love me up. I'm too far away from his grace. I think the thing is with that, and it's really sad and unfortunate that this is what it is. But I um, I greatly believe that the reason that is is because for so long the church has preached this thing on holiness and holiness are hell or get right or get left. You have to be a certain way and this one way and it's only it's it's only one you it, it's it's this one size fits all approach to a relationship with God that's non-existent because he literally created all of us different and so because we all are different we all have different DNAs we all uh, have different purposes we all have different callings different destinies different assignments our relationship with him is going to look different right. and so what happened right and so when when the church is it had, for so long was preaching okay you got to look like this and you got to look like that and you got to do this and you got to do that. And everybody feel like, and so I'm preaching. Right, it can get tiring. Right. It, like, it gets really, really tiring. That's the, like the works because, because the thing about it is it, 
I won't discredit that message completely because there are some right. things that God does expect from us. And I feel like grace can get you to those things. But yes, yes, grace can get us to those things. But it's like if we not if we if when I'm witnessing to someone, if I'm not, if I'm not telling them, yeah, God wants you to be pure. God wants you to be um, uh, honest. God wants you to be truthful. He wants you to show love. But if I'm not if I'm not explaining, hey, listen. But with that though, there is grace for that. So just trust God for that because a lot of times. Uh, when you're not preaching the grace aspect and you when you're not ministering the grace aspect, you forget to uh, tell people, listen, the things that God expects us to do, he's going to help us to do them. Right. And, and that yes. don't, it don't all look the same. It don't. It don't all look the same. And so you may read your, uh, you know, I get, I get up in the morning and I see uh, Chigazia before I uh, uh, do anything. I see you making highlights on okay. your Bible plan. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, or, or, or at night, somebody yeah. else. But I may, I may only read my Bible at 12 PM. You know what I'm saying? I may right. only read my Bible during lunchtime. Does that mean that my relationship Right. I might only read it once a day or twice. You, you know what I'm saying? But it, it all looks different right. for uh one another. And so we can't we can't um it's, it's I think it's really important that we uh really begin to I guess expound on the on the message or the notion that we all can get to God in different you know what I'm saying? it's a different ways. It's the grace that God God don't give the same kind of he doesn't give the same purpose and the same calling. And so it's not going to only be one pathway, but it's so long as we're functioning in the grace of God, which allows us to be who we are, the way he created us to be for the purposes and the reason that he created us to be, whatever it is he created right. us to be. That, that's how we, you know what I'm saying? That's, I believe that's how we uh, con- continue to grow and to progress the kingdom. Um, but if we're not preaching the grace and not really allowing one another, uh, and accepting, you know, folks, accepting folks saying, listen, you know, you're not going to be perfect. I'm right. not perfect. Right. So I'm not expecting you to be perfect. perfect. But uh, there are some things that uh, God is calling for. And in order for us to be there, we have to really love each other, love each other to the place that God wants us to be. Right. Um, so. But like that's with works. It's. I feel like more people lean towards works. Yeah, most definitely. So they can have something to boast about. Yeah. You can boast about work so easily, yeah. man. Like, it's easy. Because I, I, did, I did it before. Oh, yeah. We have to move out of So, like, Whew, when you got grace, it's hard to boast. Yes. Yeah. And it, it brings down your ego when you just say, okay, it's by the grace of God. It's by the grace of Jesus Christ. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. Yeah. I got this accomplished. I it takes a lot of pressure off that. you too. Yeah, it does. <laughs> takes a lot of pressure off you because honestly, that praise and stuff like that gets really addictive. If I be honest, right? Like even now, and they can become sure. an idol. Like oh, most definitely, I have to make sure. Like sometimes I, I try to distance myself from like social media sometimes because it's so easy when you're doing something and people kind of lifting that up or kind of praising it. It's like listen, you know, to God be the glory. I would not look at this for a little bit because it's kind of you can kind of get addicted to it but the bible tells us that our righteousness is as filthy rags right and i feel like a lot of times the church kind of um sleep on that like god literally is saying like you know you can do all you want to do it won't be enough it won't be enough and and, right and if if you're doing it and you're not doing it in love just pure love it's it don't mean anything right and depending on works is like just spitting on the cross like yeah most definitely just spit on the cross like what i did christ die right because there's nothing we there's no like a lot of time I think the uh, issue is is that we don't realize is that we can't we are not without sin and it's there's no way we can ap- like ever be perfect unless we have the grace of God and the blood of Jesus to cover us. That's literally I think the blood of Jesus I think we, we kind of um, miss it. It's literally 
the the cloaking <laughs> mechanism I feel like that God uses to uh to see us through a different mm-hmm. lens. It's yeah. like I don't see your sins. I see you know what I'm saying? The blood of Jesus. I see grace. I see you through a uh, through a lens that causes me not to see your faults. But without that, we I mean, that's the only thing God has to look at. If we don't have the grace of God and we're not accepting the gift of Jesus Christ, it's like we're just right. filthy. Because think about it. Even when you're not really doing some of the some of the mess up stuff you think about all the time. Right. You still <laughs> thinking about it. It's still going through your mind. Man. And, and and the Lord He said in the Bible, He said, Wait, for you to think it, you might as well. It's like you've done it already because you did it in your heart. So it's like you can't win. So we need grace. Yeah, you need grace we most need definitely. Most and definitely. I, that's why I feel like grace is just a puzzle. Like so many different pieces to grace. Yeah, most definitely. You got um, forgiveness. Yeah. And sometimes we can't even accept grace because we feel like we are not forgiven. We feel like we so dirty. And we got unconditional love. It's so many different puzzles oh, to yes, grace. Man. Like, what's the most hardest struggle of that puzzle of grace? What, 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 what's, what's, you said forgiveness, unconditional love. love. And stuff like that. Forgiveness, unconditional love, hope for the future, forgiving others. Like, all that ties into grace. So, I guess for me, um, I get all of them. They all make perfect sense to me. But I guess the, the biggest, the hard, the most hardest one for me to, I guess, exhibit Um is is it's unconditional love. I don't really, you know, I, I if I had, hard for a human to have yeah, unconditional love, it is, man. It is especially. Oh my when, goodness! Especially when we don't realize it, but a lot of times we are um we are judging the things and irritated with the things in other people that we don't like about ourselves, and so uh a lot of times it's so 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 easy to point out wrong and find reason not to love others, but when but when you Coming to a place when you say, God, wow, I'm I'm really aware of the goodness and the compassion that you show for me. And just this day, I did this, but you didn't smite me. Just this day or mm-hmm. just this time or just this moment, I was messed up or I went left or I didn't do what you told me to do. I was disobedient here, God, but you, you show grace here. You show grace here. You show grace here. And so then when we go to a place and, and, and our enemy or our friend or our neighbor or what have you is doing something, it makes it easier to show the grace. But I think a lot of times, it's for me personally, it's more difficult because I don't walk around always thinking about, my mistakes, and I, right, don't, I always okay. walk around thinking about, "Ooh, Lord, I, you, you, you should have yeah. got me there." Yeah, you I, got I, me. I, I really low that hell. I ain't gonna yeah. lie to you, Lord. You know what I'm saying? I don't really walk around thinking that. But I think if we would keep um, our faults in 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 the times that God shown mercy to us before us, it, not not in the way that uh, to uh, I guess make us feel ashamed or less than, but in the mm-hmm. way that would keep us humble because it's yeah, important. It is and humility is really important. If we would be more humble in ourselves right. and say, "You know what? You are really imperfect in God." I continue to love you. It would make it easier. It, it would, would. It easier, but I don't always do that, man. And so that's one thing I. It's not always do. easy to yeah. do. Yeah, to love, to really love people unconditionally. So, because sometimes I, 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 I cut that thing off. I said, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm good, buddy. You yeah. know what I'm saying I, I can get the forgiving myself aspect. I can, right? Um, I can get forgiving other people. Uh, and you know, I. My faith, I've seen God do so much, and so the hope for the future thing—that's that's not really, I guess, a great issue with me. I I really have a lot of confidence in just what God can do, and He can do and yeah. exceedingly and abundantly above anything that I can ask or think. But I guess the unconditional love, man, that's one thing that I really struggle with because when you can say you love somebody, but you know what I'm saying, they they can do a thing, and then 
you can't see the love in your actions. And so that's where God continues to check me at the door. It's like, okay, hey, man, I love you, and this is what my love looks like. So what you going to do? Yeah, you need to answer that phone. You need to get this person a ride. Yeah. You, need to, you need to give this person what they're asking for. You got it. You'll be all right. I give it to you. I'll restore you. But you need to make sure that you take because the reality is if we get to heaven and he don't he ain't looking for the person who spoke in tongues. He's not looking for the person who can shout. He's not looking for right. the person who sang the greatest song. He's looking for the person who 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 cared for the poor, who right. loved the brother, who who did not deny him. You know what I'm saying? Those right. things it's it's a lot of action. The ones, uh, yeah, the, who did the practical things? Who like did the practical things. Like, yes, like yeah. The, the spiritual is only a, a vehicle. I feel like we miss. It's only a vehicle to enhance, right? What we do uh, practically. You know what I'm saying? The the get the, the gifts of the spirit is it, that's what it's for. It's not just for us to kind of sit. I feel like a lot of times we uh we kind of emphasize the gifts, and I love all the gifts of the spirit. Right, I love them. it's uh, amazing. They're, they're, they're amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing like, to have them, but they're not. They're not for uh, the church to just have, just to have. Right. Uh, if we're not going and taking them with us when we are doing practical works right. in ministry, and so um, that's a really, I feel like, important thing um, to pay attention to. Right. Like with all those different pieces of the puzzle, like what's some practical ways to just show people the grace of God? Because I know sometimes that can be hard to even just show, like, just grace in general. But showing people the grace of God is a different level, is a different ball game. Like, what's some of the ways that you can just express that to somebody else, like the grace of God? There's one word that's ringing in my head right now, and it's response. And even as I'm answering it now, uh, God's checking me on it <laughs> because I don't always respond the right. But but response, uh, people, yeah. my, my brother, I feel like that's that's the first thing. The grace of God is in, because you think about it, we have an action. For every action, there's a reaction. And when someone does a thing to us, it warrants us to do something in return, whether whether it's uh whether or not it's negative or positive, mm-hmm. is you know, up yeah. to you know us. But the response is going to always happen some kind of way. Even if you choose not to say anything, it's still a form of response. You see what I'm saying? Right. And so I think one of the biggest things is that it's, it's the grace of God can be shown. The, the the greatest way that we can show the grace of God is in our response, in our response to what people say, in our response to what we see. Mm, that's good. In our response to what people do to us, mm. in our response to what we hear. If I hear something that I don't like, am I going am I going to filter my response uh um with the grace of God? Um, because so often I say things, I think things, I do things that he God would wouldn't agree with the right, Father would okay, not be pleased yeah. with. But his response to me is, "I still love you. Yes, come closer. Yes. I'm calling you nigh unto me. Continue, continue to come. Come right. this way. I, 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 you did that, and I didn't like it, but I don't want you to go back from me. I don't want you to be afraid and assume. A lot of times, we assume that God is angry with us. We assume we know right. how God feels about what we did, and we assume that we know uh, that." We assume that I guess because we feel that we did something really messed up and God should really change his mind about us because we did it, we kind of change our mind about ourselves. And so then we distance ourselves from God. But God saying, no, I want you to continue to come closer. Right, express those things. So confess can, them. Confess them and bring them closer to him. Right. And continue to worship and continue to love on them because guess what? Because running going to make it worse. Right. And our position right. to him don't change. He right. still loves us. He does. Because it's not the works that we did. Um that can make him love us anymore anyway. One time I had a fall, man, and I was really beating myself up about it. 
And um, I was this was in a time where I was really having a struggle. And God told me, I was in the shower, and God said, you know, you know, you can never do this again. You could go, I can deliver you from this. You can never do it again, and you can still not be good enough. Your actions could still not be good enough to get you in the door. Right. Because I'm weighing your heart. That messed me up so bad. And so um, it's just the, like that unconditional, ooh, hallelujah. So it's just like that unconditional love um, that God um, shows and 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 his response to what we do, um, his response that that always merits reconciliation back to him, and 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 showing that love. I still love you, and I've not pushed you away. Mm-hmm. And I want I'm, I'm when I rebuke you, even in my rebuke and and me getting you together, it is so that uh, you can come closer to me and continue to fall. You can fall, but you fall. I want you to fall forward in me. I want you to continue to pro- progress and not um, go backwards. And so if we could really exhibit that and what we do with people, I'm even, God checking me even on something as uh, soon as yesterday. Somebody right. said something to me, and it was fireworks. You know what I'm saying? And it didn't end well, and so I'm going to have to repent and go apologize. <laughs> And, and so even even then, my response could have been different. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. You know, just how we respond to stuff. Right. And you said something good. You said something real good, like running away from God. Right. It's easy to run away from God. It's easy to run away from any big thing or any problem that we see. And that just makes me think about the condition of grace. Like, is there a condition the grace is a certain thing I have to do or a certain condition, a certain standard I have to meet to have grace. Because I feel like sometimes that's how we feel mm-hmm. when we fall short of the glory of God. When we just did wrong. You know, I feel like the devil tempts us in our hearts and our minds about stuff like that. And later on, we will have a special guest to talk about okay. the devil. Okay, so listen. So, um, the condition of grace. I, I don't... I, I will say... Yes and no, again, because when we, uh, you know, the first thing we, we talked about, I think, was uh, like how grace works in different ways. And so for people who believe and people who don't believe, um, God, but the Bible says no one can measure the grace of God. And God gives grace to who he chooses to give grace to, period. Yeah. Like, like, so it's people, a lot of church folks and a lot of people, religious people, uh, people, myself, in the past, I would have said, ooh, they, you know, they ain't really got it together. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I would assume that they don't have the grace of God. Right. You see what I'm saying? But I can't really say that. But the Bible does tell us the Bible does the Bible does tell us that um it is by grace through faith that we are saved. So faith, I think, is a very, very, very big um uh uh prerequisite, if you will, uh for the grace of God. I, I think that if we, because again, we can't really function. It, it it can't really help us if we don't believe in the person who's giving it. It literally does not make sense to try to receive a gift from somebody who does not exist. And so I'm not looking for Santa Claus to give me a Christmas present. And I can't appreciate you telling me something came from him because in my mind, he's not even real. Right. And so I don't appreciate this gift and it means nothing to me. Just tell me my daddy about it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and so I think the same thing for grace. I feel like um, the faith aspect is really, um, really, really important. And and one thing that God showed me when I was studying um, that is that you know the reason that the faith aspect is so important is because when we truly, truly believe, I mean, when we are a hundred percent submitted in our beliefs, it actually um, uh, influences the way that 
uh, grace works in our lives. So if mm-hmm. I truly, 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 truly believe in the grace of God and I truly, truly believe in Jesus Christ, then the grace of God doesn't just step in when I fall. The grace will actually keep me so that I won't fall mm-hmm. because I believe in Jesus so much to the point where I believe that, okay, his word is true to me and he doesn't want me to do X, Y, Z. And so I'm paying attention to the ways of escape that he's putting in my corner. He's putting in front of me. He's highlighting things. Hey, instead of doing this, instead of falling in temptation here, here's your doorway to exit so you won't fall into temptation. So then you won't have to come to me and apologize in the first place. And that's how the grace of God works. But if I don't believe in God like that, then I'm not really sure that he even has a problem with me doing this. I'm not even sure he's really that real like that. So I'm going to fall anyway. And then I may ask for forgiveness later on when the Holy Spirit convicts me or not. If I really even have it, because if I don't believe, then I don't really have that. I don't have access to that either. You see what I'm saying? All right. So would you say that the condition is belief for the grace of God? I I, want to be really careful because I'm not. Uh, I think so. I think yeah. so. I, at, at least I can say that in, uh, intentionally, I feel like the condition for uh, intentional grace and being intentional about the grace of God is definitely belief and faith in Christ Jesus. Okay. So that's it. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, intentional, uh, the intent, receiving the grace of God intentionally and being, you know, on purpose about yeah. the way we function in the grace of God. It's definitely belief and faith in Christ Jesus. How, but he can still a lot grace to someone who don't believe if, if he wants to, um, it's, it's up to him who he gives grace to. And, right. you know, you know, we saw in the Bible all the time where, um, Jesus would like do something that, uh, a, a lot of the, 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 the Pharisees or the rabbi, they felt like, you know, well, Jesus, the, the, you healing on the Sabbath. Right. And, and Jesus said, well, I'm the Lord of the Sabbath, so I hear when I get ready. It's the same right. way. So we can't really say just because something is here or something is here does not mean God won't say, you know what, but I know your heart or I, or I have another plan for you. And so I'm going to give you grace right here. Even right. though it may say this, it may say I'll step, I'll step outside of that because I'm Lord of all of that. I'm yeah. Lord of all of that. And that's the whole purpose of grace. Anyway. Grace. Yeah. So it's just the condition is. So I got it right. The condition is belief. Yes, in Christ most Jesus definitely, most for the grace of God. Yeah, most and I can agree with you on that. And I want to say, but more likely so for the salvation is you have to believe. I mean, for salvation. Either. Yeah. It's, <laughs> the Bible says without faith, it is impossible. impossible. It is impossible. Like the faith, everything, everything related to Jesus Christ, Christianity is centered around faith. faith. And that's why a lot of times the devil is after our faith, faith. because he knows that's the only way. Um, we can uh, please God and we don't have faith. faith. We can't please him. We right. Can't please him. We and this is not blind faith we're talking about, folks. No. This is actual faith. Yeah, no, it's, this, it's real. This is, I can, you can, I can see real. faith. Yeah. Like, this is actual. Right. Like, I, factual. I like, like, I, I can't faith. see it, but I real life believe, believe it. Like, yeah. I, like, I, I bet I, money, man. This, this is, <laughs> yeah. It's going to come to pass. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I believe that. Um, Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. And that's, uh, yeah, I agree with you on that. And so, this thing that always comes up in our society. Especially now, uh-huh. in 2020. Uh-huh. I mean, I want to say from the ages of 18 to about 34. Yeah, we can just do whatever we want. I'm a Christian, so I can just do whatever I want. Right. Because I'm saved by grace through yeah. faith. Yeah. And so you know what? I can yeah. go out and have a thousand drinks and get drunk and right. go back on. 
Cause I can do whatever I want. I can fornicate. I'm right. by the grace of God. Anyway, right. Yeah, right. Yes. So, yeah. Um, you know what? Which sounds I, foolish, but yeah. Right. You, and God shows up with that too. <laughs> We're gonna go right back to faith. If you right. literally believe, if I, and so it's not just faith that God will give you grace. It's faith in Jesus so much so that to everything that He said, like I, I, I don't only have faith that. God is real. I don't only have faith that Jesus is the Son of God. I have faith that He's real. Jesus is the Son of God. Everything in the Bible is true. Everything in His Word is correct. Right. So that means that if I really have that type of faith and I truly have that type of faith, then I do not doubt. I don't yeah. doubt that what He says and what He's instructing me to do, His direct His directors for me, I don't doubt that, uh, I don't doubt whether or not that's true. And so I know. Like me right now, the way my faith is set up right now, I know that God is real. I know that Jesus is who the Bible says he is. And I know that he don't want me to go and fornicate. I truly believe that in my heart of hearts. And so because I truly believe that with everything in me, although I'm wrapped in flesh and I am a man. And so I I do, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I have urges like the next person, but... The, the Holy Ghost and my belief is going to keep me from crossing that threshold because I believe God's word. Like I believe. So I'm not doubting. I'm not doubting that that that's a thing like he has an issue with because it's in his word. Like, no, I want you to be pure. I want you to be holy. I don't want you right. to do that. You, I want you to wait to marriage. OK, I see that. I read that. I don't doubt that. That's for real. I think the issue is with people saying I'm going to have grace in the way I'm going to have God. I think it's a half belief. Right. I always do you challenge. think it's a half belief of people just abusing it. Like, I, no, I think I think people are abusing it because they they have belief. I tell you this, like this. Because I've seen some people like you see people who have full faith. I mean, active faith. I think. I, I mean, think to a certain and they still abuse the yeah, grace of God. I, honestly, I think it's just easy to abuse the grace of God. I think it is, but for me. For me, at least the way I see, and this uh, is not this is not scripture I'm giving. This is just how the way I, my uh, yeah, perspective okay. on it. Okay, so don't like, you no, know don't 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 hold don't hold them to this now. Like, don't you know no, don't this choke them. This is this is just what I would tell anybody. I think you can find. I think a lot of times that our be our disobedience. Um, if I I put it like this, if you tell me that the stove is hot, and don't put my hand on it, if I believe you. You know what I'm saying? Whether or not you gonna forgive me after I do it anyway, <laughs> whether whether or not I'm gonna get a whooping anyway. After my daddy tell me this, you know what I'm saying? He said, "Okay, he gonna whoop me reg- uh, if I if I touch it right." I'll whoop you so, regardless. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or whatever. Or if he gonna forgive me, whatever he gonna do. If he tell me to stove his hot and I believe it, I'm not gonna do it. Right. Because I believe in the consequences, right. and I believe that I don't want them. But if he tells me that the stove is hot and I don't believe him, I'm gonna go test the waters. Yeah. I know my dad loves me. I know that he's going to, you know what I'm saying, after a while, whether he chastises me for or not, he's going to still feed me. He's going to still, you know, I still got a roof over my head. I still have the necessities of life and the, thing that I, the things that I really need, you know what I'm saying, as as a child. But if if I don't believe that the stove is hot, I'm going to do it anyway. But if I know if I know that he's telling the truth, I'm not going to do it. So I feel like even though you, I feel like you can, that belief thing, I feel like th- there are levels, there are st- um, honest, I literally believe there are levels to faith. I don't think you just either you have faith or you don't. I feel like you have faith to a certain extent sometimes, but uh, there are certain areas in our life that there levels that, like that, that what doubt. type of level? Like one, two level? Like I mean, I think I think, or maybe a uh, level. Uh, 
you can say levels, areas. I want to be careful. Don't call <laughs> me too much with the verbiage I'm using. But I, I mean, I think there are some uh, areas. Uh, for instance, um, I believe God a lot as it pertains to um, things centered around my music life because I've seen him prosper me so much and yeah. bless me so much here. But as it pertains to a, uh, if, if he, if he's, if he calls me to a business venture outside of that, then I may need to really do some praying like God, uh-huh. please show me this is you because my faith is not really strong right here because I haven't seen you right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I think our faith can be stronger in some areas than Others and I and I think that really influences our actions. So for me, not anybody else, but I think um, I feel like a lot of times I've I've fallen in and, it, and it, I could trace it back to a um uh, a faith issue. Like it, did I really something? It was something that God showed me. I either I didn't believe that it was him showing me that, mm-hmm. or I or I either or I ignored it because yeah. of pride. Now I can pride now is pride. Now now pride, the, the Bible says pride go before the fall. So if we to. really want to talk about a lot of time why people agree, abuse the grace of God, it's the pride. Yeah, right. It's like you really take you really think in your own. Oh, taking bad pride in the cross. It's good to have pride in Christ and pride in the cross, but it's a different type of. It's, you can have yeah. bad pride. Yeah, like, most that's definitely. foolish pride. Right. We, you know, Paul said, "I boast in the Lord." Right. And so he was prideful about who God was. was in his life. But the but when we talk about that pride of of, of life and the pride of ourselves, like I can do this. I got I it, got it together. Like I. I cannot fall like right because of grace. For, for okay, a long, yeah. For a long time, I thought I had it in my power not to fall. I had it in my power not to. You know what I'm saying? I it, I didn't need. You know, I didn't realize that I thought I didn't need God. But my actions and the way I really, really examined myself and God had to show some stuff for me. I wasn't depending on God. Ah, uh, yeah, I had yeah. It together. Yeah. And so I watched this and I watched that. And I think I still won't fall. I think I still won't gonna have. Uh, uh, I wasn't gonna succumb to some some of the desires that I would have. But it's like yo, like. Honestly, without me, you're like a ship. Yeah. Without I said, like you literally need me in every area of your life. And in order for you to please me, in order for you to do the things that I'm calling you to do, you gonna have to depend on me. And it don't start on the fr- at, at the back end. It's, it, it starts uh, in what you're watching, what you're listening to, who you are talking to, how you're spending your time, how you're steward- stewarding your gifts, how you're mm-hmm. stewarding the grace that I'm giving you, the love that I'm giving you, how you're reciprocating, how you're responding. Like that, but if you're too prideful and you think you got it all together, you're going to mess up and you're going to fall. You're going to continue to yeah. Like when we stop depending <laughs> on Jesus, we fall. Go fall. When Peter took his eyes off the Lord, he sunk. So I mean, it's that like that. That's a that's a really big thing. The pride, right. I feel like. So I think the two things that are, uh, causes us to uh, kind of abuse the grace of God is is one um, the I think it's a faith issue that we can really, if we really go trace. And a lot of times of this stuff, we have to really go and say, God, you know, uh, it, the Bible says, you know, steward your heart for out of it flows the uh, the issues. Of, of life and so we have to really ask God to search us you know uh, David asks God all the time Lord search my heart and know my anxieties like I need you we, we really have to ask God to really go through and do some work and a lot of times that comes in layers sometimes you may you may start here you may start at the front layer of the onion and the issue you have is, is all the way at the center and so you, but you have to uncover a lot of stuff to even get to that and so it took a lot
lot of stuff to un- unfold for me to realize, hey, man, this is a pride issue you had here. Hey, man, this is a, a, a faith issue you have here. But I think a lot of times that's what it is. So um, definitely. Yeah. And, man, that was good. That was good. I don't think I ever viewed it like that. That was glory, real good. Glory God. But like, I see this too. This is this is like this is crazy right here. Like, I see this a lot. Okay, let's say this happened. Just, just speaking. This that this didn't happen. Okay, a man goes hypothetically, hypothetical <laughs> statement. <laughs> so somebody goes and robs two people. My God, two people. Yes, two people. Listen, people, because it's not one, but it's two people. Two people. My God. Two. And they cut their ankles, which is weird. I don't know why they would cut their ankles so they can't walk. Like, they cut their ankles off so they can't walk. High on imagination today, okay? And you know what? They took the money and fled. Right. But they got grace from the court. Okay. And they didn't have to go to prison for it. My God. A certain amount of time. Okay. I see where you're going. They said, the people got the angles because said, you know what? We forgive them. Wow, not guilty. Okay. Yeah, oh, no, nah, he was guilty now. He was guilty. But he was guilty. He was guilty. But the court but released. Okay. They reduced the years. My God. Just because they said, you know what? Well, they, well, they didn't have to go to jail or they reduced the years? They reduced the years. They went to jail, but reduced, reduced the years. years. Okay. All right. And so the people who got hurt, they said, you know what? We forgive them. And we don't want to be in jail that long. Okay. So oh, wow. they extended okay. grace. And a lot of people say, man, this is injustice. Right. So I see that people say that about God a lot. The God of the Bible, he's contradicting himself. He shows grace, but he say he's just. So what do you have to say about that? The Bible says, uh, I think, um, uh, well, I can hear God saying that now. Uh, it, I'm, remember, I'm reminded of a scripture that says, the, I think it's like the wisdom of God is foolish to man or something yes. like that. The wisdom of God is foolish to man. So a lot of the things that uh, God um, would have us to do don't make sense. And a lot of things that he uh, does, well, I, well, let me rephrase it, it doesn't make sense to the world. Right. To people who are not in him. God, what you do makes sense. You got, you got, hey, <laughs> Lord, you're you so smart. Me. You're <laughs> so intelligent, Jesus. Oh my God. <laughs> but uh, a lot, I think a lot of the things that, uh, the, the dealings that the Lord um, would um, uh, cause to come into play don't really make sense to people who are not rooted in him because they're not rooted in him. And so uh, Jesus, uh, a lot of times when he was doing parables with his disciples, he would say, listen, I'm speaking in parables to you so that the people who are not in me won't understand what I'm saying um, because if you don't really have a foundation um, that you need and you're not coming to me the way you need to um, you know what I'm saying you're not going to really be able to receive what I have to give mm-hmm. that's yeah. the lower speaking and yeah. so um, I feel like when it comes to that you know God can do what he want to do the way he want to do it and you know it's not for us to try to see man this is not right a lot of we so often forget how messed up we are and I didn't even realize it. Like I thought I was good until I read a scripture in the Bible not too long ago. I said, "Wow!" <laughs> remember, uh, uh, what uh, scripture was that? Uh, well, remember, Jesus, um, the rich, the young rich ruler said when he said, "Why do you call me good?" Yes, yes, yeah. he, that one. <laughs> that, and Jesus that said, that took me out too. <laughs> right, Jesus was that like, took me out. Jesus, I knew I man, wasn't good after that. The man said, "The man said you are good." He called. He he told Jesus, he was "Good a master." Good man. He said, "Good master." What am I doing to inherit eternal Jesus life? Jesus said, "Why do you call me good?" <laughs> ain't no one good, but I was like, ah. he said, ain't nothing good. What, what was it? And none, none is good, but what is? No one's good, but the Father. But the Father, I said, not, not you, Jesus, and you. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, dang, like, for what's real. What's going so on? So I really ain't. I really ain't nothing. Nothing. Right. Okay. <laughs> I ain't the chocolate ice cream emoji, but <laughs> for real, like, okay. It's uh, but but but, <laughs> yeah, but for I, real, for though, real, yeah. Like, so so we often forget that so much, and so it's like, man, you really mad. And God, because are you really mad because you feel like justice wasn't served here? But if we really think about it, how many skeletons do you have? And I'm, this is for me. Like, how many skeletons do you have in your closet that you really like? You are so grateful to God. Like, God, I'm so glad that you ain't let nobody find this. Like, if we really be honest with ourselves, it's a whole lot of stuff, right? That could have got found out, should have got found out, and would have got found out. I'm <laughs> preaching now. Had it not. Been for the grace of God, and so if we would be humble, they go that humble word again, that pride thing again. If we can really take ourselves and bring ourselves to a low place in God and say, you know what, I don't even deserve the breath I have in my body right now. So right. who am I to question your dealing? Who am I to question your judgments of the things that you have caused to happen? It is my responsibility. All it is for me to do is to say, God. I trust you. I'm not going to lean into my understanding because my understanding is it's limited. foolishness. It's foolishness. It's limited. I'm a finite being. You right. Are, I, you know infinite. what I'm saying? You, you, you are not, though. You are, he's an infinite. You're right. Like, Spoke like, creation into existence. You see like, what I'm saying? I'm talking about like, like, like he, he, timeless. he big dog. No, God, big dog, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, and so there's nothing that he can do. There's nothing that he does not know. Everything that I could possibly come into contact or, or every piece of knowledge rather that I right. could possibly obtain. It's only because he would actually allow me to obtain it and give me the capacity to uh, have the the bandwidth to, to contain it all. And so, yeah. So, like, I, you need grace with justice, right? You like, I don't think there's no um, justice without grace. I feel like right. there's a. I don't feel like yes. I feel like it can be a line where you just most definitely. This ain't grace. You just this is unjust. Most definitely, like the this not talk yeah. about all the lynches that happen in. America most and most no definitely. one found got found convicted. That's most unjust. That's most definitely. That's unjust. that's unjust. But God, but God showing grace God when we don't deserve it right. is not unjust. It I feel like that's just. Yeah, and I feel like it's not for us to really. It's not if God. Um, it's it's not for us to. Try I mean, to, this like this foot. I'm sorry to cut you know, off. Like for like if your mom, you come home, you right. Got a D on a report card, C on a report card. And she said, before she told you that, she said, if you come home with a C or D on your report card, <laughs> That's my life. you that can't leave. <laughs> you can't leave this house for two weeks. And she lowered it down to five days. Are you going to tell your mom, mom, you unjust. Right. Just give me the two weeks. Because that's what you said you're going to do. We, but no, she showed grace. And that's the same thing God does with us, man. The grace is in the response. Right. We show the grace of God in the response. In our response. Even in even in the justice system, um, the grace of God. That's the, how how do you, re, as the judge, as the person who is given the, the final say-so or the, uh, the dealing on, hey, what's going to happen to the person who has been convicted of whatever right. um, it, it is they've been convicted with, What's your response to that? Are you gonna wait? Are you gonna try to be super? You know what I'm saying? Super hard. Uh-huh. A lot of times, people, um, people side on a really, really harsh side, and, and right. they have no grace. And sometimes, yeah, some people think like harsh is justice. Like it's like, like what's the worst? What's the highest thing, thing we can do? do to, and that's, that's justice. justice, right? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and sometimes I, nah, I, I'm not gonna lie. And that's why I'm so glad that we're we not God. Like, right. I'm so glad I'm not I'm God. So like, glad. I'm so glad. Right. <laughs> I am so glad. I'm glad. 
if my little brother was God, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If anybody else, and I love my little brother, there's no slight to him. So I'm just saying, though, uh, I didn't got on my little brother's nerves a whole, whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? And so if if, if anybody else was God, you know, we, we would really be messed up. Um, you know, um, that's a that's a really big thing. And so I feel like we need to really just, again, that, that, that faith word, that humble word, that pride word, uh, that 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 is all a, a really um, big factor in the grace of God. It's right. Like if we can, if we could just for a second look at ourselves before, I feel like it's like the next time we deal with somebody and somebody is really getting on our skin or whatever it is. If if somebody needs something from us, if somebody when we come into contact with somebody immediately before we see them, see ourselves and see our relationship with God and what God does for us, it'll instantly. I mean, change our mind. It instantly change our mind and help us to interact with that person better. Right. So yeah. So yeah. So I don't feel like grace and justice contradict each other at all. Like no, it's, no, I feel no, like it's no. impossible. No. For that to happen, and I see that come up a lot. Like God is unjust because He shows grace, which kind of sounds foolish to me because you accept grace all the time. You wait. You want grace anyway. Right. Then we want grace. You get put up by the cops, man. Please. I'm just saying. Right. I'm just saying. Don't. Please don't give right. me a ticket. I, right. I gotta go home. I can't. You, you, you was speed. speed. You was speed. You want you want grace though. Right. You but when grace. God gives grace, um, He can't give grace. When He and, give grace to the person that we think are not worthy right. to receive, that's what it the is. Grace. And it's like, so look, it could be a tie of envy in there, like right. But what lens are we looking at them through? Like, natural. How are we seeing them, and who are we to judge? Like, who gave us the scales? Right. <laughs> Who gave us? If you're gonna judge, you right. gotta judge justly. Right. If you don't know the full picture, you can't judge. Exactly. You just can't do it. Right. And I feel like it's it's it's, it's knowing the full picture, and then the the um the um uh, the component that only God has is knowing the heart. Right. Know how to weigh the heart, and that's why only yeah. he can, he, he's really worthy right. to judge, and nobody else is. And um, I believe he does give uh anoint some people. On to play that role as judge, you know, on earth in, in some of the court systems. Um, yeah. I, I think he gives, he extends that, but even them, and more so than, more, I'm not gonna say more so, but in that particular area, they need the grace of God too. Right. But I still feel like we can judge though. I just feel like we gotta judge justly. Justly, most, most like, definitely. I don't think we can just judge out of context. And I feel like that's what we do the most. Like, I think ninety percent of the time, or ninety five percent of the time, maybe ninety eight percent of the time, we judge out of context. I mean, we like we use like forty percent of what we see to judge somebody. I get. I that. think we use that. The, I think we do that the most. Right, because I, the, you know, the, the Lord just trusts us to do that because yeah. the Bible says, you know, if you have a uh, squabble with your brother, why would you take it to the court? You're right. You, that's <laughs> what you do, and so that the Lord does entrust us with that. But judge. you're right. You're right. You're but us as humans, we don't know how to judge. We abuse judging. We yeah, do it in because we don't do it justly. We so. don't because we're not really just. And how can we? How can? But how can we? You know, judge justly, lest we have the mind of God and the spirit of God. And so I think a lot of times we kind of uninclude God and stuff like that. We kind of be like, okay, you know, this ain't church. We ain't doing think about God. It's like God's right. everything, brother. Yes. Like um, he's a part of everything. You take him everywhere. You need him everywhere. Right. You're not. No, it, there is no area of our life that we can stand on our own and not fail unless we have him. And so it's really yeah. important. So any final words you want to leave with us, man, about this grace and how we can operate it, operate in it every single day. Not try to turn grace into a work, but just to just sit in grace. Yeah. Um. I, uh, so one one thing is is that uh, God showed me something, and when He showed when He showed me this, it really changed the way I saw grace forever. Uh, 
prior to uh, this revelation, okay, I just tell you what. I started out looking at grace as if I mess up, I got grace. Yeah. Boom. Boom. If I mess like up, that. I got grace. Yeah. And until God showed me, he said, if you really receive my grace, you'll receive it. It doesn't just start. When you mess up, right? But it'll keep you again before the fall. Because if you really believe in who I am, if you really believe that I that I've given the gift of salvation and I am who I say, if you if you really believe everything about who I say that I am to you, then it will be enough to sustain you so that you won't go and do the things that you have. Uh, he said that my strength is made perfect in your weakness. And so that, that does not mean that when I read that, I, nothing about that is telling me after I'm weak or after I have been too weak, his strength going to come in and save me after I have. It really, I'm seeing, it, what I'm seeing from that is, is that through my weakness, through my in every area that I'm weak, he's not gonna wait till I fall on my face. He doesn't have to. Now he can help me when I fall on my face. He has it. He has the power to do so. But he wants. He said, "Listen, I want to keep you so you don't have to fall on your face. Mm-hmm. If you would just trust me here in your weak places, in the places that you think you're strong, in the places you think you might, in the places that you feel like you're weak, everywhere, trust me, and I'll keep you through it. If if you really receive my grace, what what that really looks like is God." I'm weak. God, I don't have the power here. Lord, you've blessed me. You've given me this gift, but I still need you here. And so this is what I'm wrestling with. And this is what I'm struggling with. And this is what I need help in. And God said, okay, I'm glad you told me that. Now now I'll help you here. So instead of you doing this, I'm going to uh, open up this avenue. I'm going to open up this pathway. I'm going to uh, provide you this way of escape. I'm going to provide you this plan so that you won't fall and I'll keep you through it. And, it, and it and if something happens uh my child to the point where you know what I'm saying you get too weak and you do succumb to that temptation my blood that I shed for you will keep you and so you will have an opportunity you know what I'm saying to try again and, and to uh, continue to grow in me God showed me something this is the last thing I'm gonna uh-huh. try to wrap it up real quick because I know I talk a lot yeah I know yeah I know you're busy man you got that much time <laughs> no, yeah you can go so, ahead but God showed me something so in in the garden Right. Remember when Adam ate the fruit, when he when him and Eve ate the fruit, when when he took that bite. All right. The Bible says that their eyes were open and they began to see themselves. All right. And so this is the first place we see condemnation in the Bible. I can look at the camera. I can look at the camera now. This is the first place we see condemnation. All right. In the garden. All right. The Bible says their eyes were open. They began to see themselves and then they, they were filled with shame and then they became afraid. The reason that we have the grace of God is because condemnation existed. I feel like condemnation, the grace of God was 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 the vaccine is the vaccine to condemnation, like from the start of time. And mm-hmm. so, when their eyes were open in the garden, they saw themselves. They assumed that God was angry with them. They felt like, okay, you know what, you're angry with me, and you don't want anything to do with me. And a lot of times when we mess up. That's God what we feel here. like. We feel like, man, God is so mad with me. He is yeah. so frustrated with me. He don't want. And so then we distance ourselves. And so when we distance ourselves, now we can't hear God. We can't feel God. And we're, too, we're living in fear. And now we can't receive the grace of God. And that's what the enemy wants. But the way the grace of God works is, no, you messed up. I'm aware that you messed up, but I still love you. And I want to call you closer to me. And so then we are uh, we undergo the, uh, the process of reconciliation back to our father when we mess up. And that's what the grace of God looks like. Like, and so I believe if we can just be aware when we when we go through life, examine ourselves. We we and I'm 
speaking to myself um more more than anybody examine uh where fear has been present where we mess up and condemnation has been present and made us feel as if we're unworthy if, if if there's anywhere in our lives that we feel unworthy or unfit we can we can uh sum that up to uh the uh, functionality of condemnation somewhere and we can't sit down because it does not come from god god only gives grace. He judges us justly, and and he com- he causes us to be convicted by way of the Holy Ghost because we need that to keep us from doing wrong. However, he does not welcome condemnation and shame because those are the things that separates us from him. And it's all about the closeness. And so, if we want to continue to uh, feel and to continue to experience the closeness of God, mm-hmm. we have to reject fear. We got to reject condemnation. We have to lean into the grace of God, not just after we mess up, right. but so that we don't mess up so. and trust him to keep us to do the things that he's expecting us to do. You know, I can talk about that for a yes, hours. Yes, I, I agree with you on that. That's that's but, awesome. Yeah, man. That's awesome. That's a hundred percent accurate. I agree with you on that. You went back to running to God, running from God again, and that's yeah. deadly. Yes. You can lose definitely. faith like that. You most can definitely. just lose a relationship. You can lose any type of relationship like that. Right. When you do something wrong, you just run if away. You ever, if you ever if you ever feel separation, distance, or anything like that, like it's time to really get on your face right. and really get pregnant. And say, God, what is this? What is this? Because nothing in your there's nowhere in your word where you would would put, cause your people to turn away. Um, you always even like even in the children of Israel, like when they when they was you know for a long time the whole Old Testament was basically the, 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 rest, the tug of war. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, God said extending grace. Right. God said extending grace and them rejecting. And so then he's like, I'm gonna punish y'all. But I remember like like even, I was reading Hosea and like at the end of kind of like every I guess chapter, um, it was like. But I just want y'all to come closer to me, and if you, right. you would turn away from your sins and come closer to me, then I would. And so it's like, even when God chastises us, and when even when He rebukes us, and 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 you know when He get on He get on our tail, it's like, man, I'm doing this because I love you, and I want you to see how much I love you. Like my arms are wide open, man. Just yeah. come closer, and so um, it's all again just fighting for the closeness. I feel like that's what it's all about. Yeah. Well. I know we ain't got that much time left for Mr. Gavin Hughes. I thank you for coming on the show, brother, man. I thank you for giving us some wisdom on grace because that's something that we abuse. We take for granted. It's grace. We don't even thank God for grace every single day. I mean, we use that word grace so loosely. Like, just grace, grace, grace. But grace is a serious thing and I think. So, man, thank y'all for listening to the Daily Thinker Podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe and comment so we can move up in the ratings, man. Right, but man. until next time, my daily thinkers, keep thinking, keep asking, keep questioning. But most of all, keep trusting Christ. Glory.